Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Jonathan from Almeida Golf, and you're on Calling in Favors, episode eight. Who would have thought it? We made it eight episodes. It's crazy. Um, everybody told me I was gonna be booed off stage right right when I started because I was gonna offend some people right off the gate. So I got an awesome show for you guys today. Um, doubling down on some of the things we've been talking about with traditions in the golf game and things like that. Um, I wanted to get the younger perspective. I got Kobe Tippett here and Tyler Smith. Um, a couple guys I'm friends friendly with both of their fathers. Um, they set set their sons up to get fit for golf clubs, and they came to me. I was fortunate enough to be um, trusted with their specs and, and their golf game. As we know, we, that's that's a big thing getting trust trust with a teacher and trust you know trust with a fitter, and you got to know. That's my dude. I can I can trust it. You know, he's not going to talk me in anything. He's not going to sell me no garbage. He's just ready to go. So, all right, fellas. So, welcome aboard. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Whoever wants to go first, um, feel free. Kobe, you're, you're right to my right on my screen. So, why don't you start, you know, um, tell us a little bit about your background, sports you grew up playing, why we got into the game, and what we love about it. You know, what are we hooked on? What's what's our thing, what's our swag, what's our, you know, what's our stuff, no, what, what drives right. us in the morning to play golf? No doubt. Well, I, right. first of all, thank you for having us on. Um, I, I, uh, this is, this is awesome. Um, it's a pleasure to be on with you and talking with you and Tyler. So, um, but yeah, um, Kobe Tippett, um, from Sharon, Massachusetts, born and raised. Um, I lived here my whole life. Um, you know, grew up playing golf, I think, man, I think early, seven years old, I think. I think my dad put put the sticks in my hands. So um, started from an early age and, you know, just, you know, love the games since, you know, such a young kid. And um, the game has just grown and grown over the years. So I felt like I've just, you know, gotten closer to it and enjoyed it even more over the last, you know, several years. Um, I... Uh, Went to Zavarian Brothers High School in Westwood um, in high school. Um, played everything there: football, basketball, ran track, a little bit of everything. You know, you know, private school they they make you play sports in every season. So, as they should, I no love doubt. it. You know, I, I it, active, it, so. you know, don't focus on one sport until you know that's your guy. You know, exactly. like have fun in high school. Exactly, that's how it should be. Yeah. So. Um, enjoyed enjoyed my four years there. Um, needed needed a needed an extra year to kind of mature a little bit and um, kind of just find myself a little bit more in athletics and stuff. So I ended up taking the prep school route and went to Cheshire Academy in uh, Cheshire, Connecticut, small little town. Um, you know, met up with uh, David Dykeman, my uh, former head coach there. Great guy. Um, he was there for several years had a amazing, amazing time there. And he put together so many great teams over the last, you know, 10, 12 years that he was there. So um, had a great time there. Then I ended up going to Towson University and I um, went on a division one scholarship for football there. Um, had a great time, was able to see the field as a true freshman, which is not easy. And, you know, a lot of kids obviously coming out of high school have that, um, you know, want to 
play right away um, on any on any collegiate sport, honestly. And I was, you know, fortunate enough to earn that opportunity and um, play. So ended up playing three years there. Um, and then COVID came around and wanted a little bit of a change. Um, had some, you know, deaths in the family during COVID and kind of wanted to do a little 180. And um, I wanted to come back home yeah. to uh, closer to home. So I transferred to the University of Rhode Island um, where, you know, Tyler, Tyler went there too. So, you know. Got it. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Oh, that's so, funny. So I don't mean to interrupt your URI story, but I don't want to miss this opportunity. Um, one of the things that I tried to do, unfortunately, I couldn't figure out how to get you guys on here seamlessly right when you came in. And I did a little pre-show that we're going to kind of, I'm going to cover everything that I was talking about then during the show now. And one of the things I wanted to talk about was a college segment. You know, I've been a ton of juniors a ton of good players and it's college signing season right now, you know? So two, Tommy Murdoe, who just signed his letter of intent to go play at Rutgers. Congratulations, bud. And two, Tyler Bruno, who you guys might like this one is going to be a roadie Ram. Uh, signed his letter of intent to go to URI. Um, so yeah. And I can't mention college golf without, I, I can't do it. I can't do it without the rings. I should be wearing rings right now. That's right. The Monarchs, we won another conference tournament. We that. swept it. Men's and women's. Uh -huh. Yep. We got another banner. But actually, it's funny. I've actually been watching Instagram. The ladies' soccer team got rings for winning the conference championship. Hmm. Yeah, we didn't do that in golf. We can only get rings for the national no, no, team. No. We only get it for the natty. So, <laughs> to the men's and women's of Methodist College, going to the natty in a few weeks. No doubt. Let's go uh, get them rings, baby. Let's go. So, all right, Kobe. Back to your story about URI. I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt, but again, we're trying to run this on the fly, and I'm learning as I go. No so, doubt. let's have some fun. And now back to you, and then we'll hear Tyler's oh, story. Yeah. So, you know, URI um, came knocking on the door when I entered the transfer portal, and um, it just, I felt like at home right away from just talking to the staff and, um, coach Fleming, coach Cooper, who recruited me personally. And then, um, when I talked to the whole staff, when I committed, um, it's actually funny. I committed right here in this seat, um, on FaceTime with, awesome. on FaceTime with them. So that was pretty, that's pretty cool that we're doing this now, but, um, yeah, had a great, had a great time there. Was there for two years. Um, learned a lot as a person, as a player, um, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. Uh, Narragansett is a, is a beautiful area in Rhode Island, um, and yeah. I, uh, I always find myself going back there whenever, whenever I can, whenever, if I'm, you know, going to watch the team play, practice, or, you know, just go up there and just, you know, go grab some seafood or something over in Narragansett, so, and, um, but yeah, so graduated there um, last spring, um and congratulations thank you and uh yeah now i'm now i'm just kind of just figuring out the waters now um hopefully hopefully yeah. try and get into some coaching maybe um shift towards that um at the end of the day you know okay. football football is always going to be my passion and um i love the game yeah. of football always will so i uh i don't find myself you know staring away from that or going another route at the moment um but yeah, you know, golf, golf is my second love. Um, like I said, my dad introduced, introduced me to the game at a very early age and 
um, it's, I think the rest is history. Um, it's just been a great, it's been a great ride so far. And, you know, thanks to, thanks to John Almeida, my, uh, my clubs are all good now. I'm, I'm playing, I'm playing faster. I'm playing better and, um, I'm enjoying the game and that's all that matters. So. I, I appreciate the love. It's, uh, it's all love always here from, uh, from me and you, your dad, you know, we go, but we go way back. So I know, I know you, I've been watching you grow, you know, I, I met you back at Spring Valley when it was Spring Valley, right. you know, me and Johnny, when Johnny Carbro was as grumpy then as he is now, <laughs> you gotta love him. The big grumpy human being, right? He's just the best. Yeah. Um, how about, so, so how about you, Tyler? Uh, what, what's your story? I know you guys grew up playing sports together. So one of the yeah. first times that I heard your name was um, a few years after I met Tip, I moved on from Spring Valley and I moved on to Harmon. And obviously my name had started to get out there now. You know, um, your father showed up in my bay one day and was like, Tip told me to show up. I'm like, awesome, let's go. You know, so he started telling me about, you know, my kids played with uh, Kobe and all this. So I was like, all right, he's on the team. Let's go. So now it's your turn. You're on board. I'm asking. I'm calling in favors, right? You're on my podcast. Let's go. Tell me your story. Yeah, so uh, like you just said, you kind of just said it. So me and Kobe grew up together since we were about, what, eight, nine, ten years old played sports, any sport, you name it, we played it together growing up. Our story is a little bit different. Um, we played it through middle school. Like Kobe said, I've been living, sharing my whole life, about 25 right now, which is crazy. Uh, but we're just <laughs> living by it every day. And then um, even went to Zavarian, I ended up going to Sharon public schools for four years, um, continued to play football and basketball and didn't do anything in the spring. I kind of just lifted, uh, focused on that. And I regret it now. Yeah, I should have started golfing during that springtime <laughs> when I had nothing to do. So, like, I didn't pick up a club until I was, what, uh, 16, 17. I did it one time. My dad took me to a lesson because he obviously plays a little bit more than me. Um, so he took me to a lesson. Uh, I didn't really enjoy it. I don't know what it was. I don't know what happened. I just didn't like it at that time. So then I kept playing, graduated uh, high school, of course. And then right after high school in 2016, I uh, went to University of Rhode Island. I uh, got my bachelor's degree there as well. It was a great time. Um, I really didn't start playing golf till like junior, senior year, which is around that COVID time, that 2019, 2020. Um, that's why I graduated 2020 during COVID. So it was a tough year. So I've always been a competitor. So I didn't really have a sport to play after school. So it was in a, like I played in a marrow basketball, obviously, and flag football at school. But I'm always competitive. I've always got to do something. So Kobe obviously golfed. I mean, I'm going to get into it. I, I got to get into yeah. it right after that. So 2019 is when stuff started to get really serious. I got a beginner set, nothing crazy. Just wanted to get comfortable. And then I started getting obsessed. Yeah. Like I wasn't good. That's all it takes. <laughs> I was obsessed with it. Obsessed. Like just the competitive nature. And obviously Kobe played. So we would just play a lot and get used to it. And then I went to you. And that's when things started to change a little bit. So you told me some things. You you fit in my clubs, obviously. I was a beginner set, so I wasn't really doing much with it. Um, but yeah. got that, and everything since then was great. I mean, I, I struggled with them at first, but uh, I started getting used like to them. After yeah, I mean, it's your we'll first real big boy set. Yeah. And, you know, one, one of the things that we talked about is I don't really like teaching during a fitting because 
if I fit you and then all of a sudden you start doing what I what I taught you, then the clubs are going to perform a certain way and then they come in and then you're not doing what I taught you and then they're not going to. But with you being as a beginner as you were, but I could tell you were enough of an athlete, you're going to get it, right? So I kind of set you up for the future. You know, I probably went a little stiffer than I probably would have if I just looked at strictly numbers. You know, with you, we had to mix in a little bit of lesson and get you hitting it, you know. Um, it's actually funny, all these details, because at the time that I fit you, I was actually living with a girl who went to URI and oh, is 25 years old and graduated in, I think, 2021. So you might know her. Um, and when I came home, I don't know if you remember or not, but when I came home, I posted you on my Instagram and you topped it. And she oh, gave me God. shit, and she's like, Are you, really? You're going to post that on the Instagram? And I'm like, nobody sees the ball. They're looking at it swag. Nobody cares, but it's so funny. I didn't even know that you went to URI. That's, a, yeah, that's even right. funny. That's such yeah, a small world, and it's like, you know, unfortunately, we're not together anymore. She's a great girl. I have nothing bad to say about her. But it's just funny. At that time that she I was, picked you, right. you went to URI. Kids that I fit going to URI. I mean, it's crazy. It's a small world, but Absolutely. you know, um, all right. So we talked about your background. Um, now let's get into some of the traditional stuff. You know, what's some of the things, Kobe, I know you probably have more of an experience with this than Tyler and your. this is why I wanted you guys to come on because Tyler has mm-hmm. to be taught, you know, fixing ball marks, repairing divots, raking bunkers, you know, those are some of the things that traditions don't have to, I mean, we don't want to lose. I'm getting a little bit of echo, so I don't know if it's either me or one of you guys that's got the radio, I mean, the speaker's a little too loud. Sorry, guys. I don't mean to interrupt. But what I was going to say, what I was in the middle of saying was the traditions of, um, you know, the, the traditions that we have to make go forward. But then there's some that, you know, come on, get over yourself. Right you know, get involved. Like, let's have some fun, right? right? Let's play some music. Let's have some drinks, you know. Let's have some fun with the cart girl, respectively, right? Let's not be a pervert, but let's, you know, let's tip her. Let's have some fun. Let's have some drinks. But what are some of the things, and again, like I said, I think, Tyler, you might still be a little new to this, but I think you've probably played the Cape Club with Kobe oh, enough times oh, yeah. to kind of see some of the things that I'm talking about. You know, Absolutely. what are some of the rules that you get that you try to, you know, you try to teach Tyler? And then what are some of the rules that you guys as 20-somethings are like, all right, come on, get over yourself. You know, I love music. I drink. I dated the car girl. <laughs> I wear hoodies all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, come on. And with swag check is part of my thing. So I get it. I get the younger generation. But at the same time, I'm a traditionalist. I love the guys. Like when your dad starts telling the stories about I couldn't play this. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I love that, too. So you got to have that happy medium. So tell me some of what you guys like as golfers and what you don't. I'll let Tyler start because, Tyler, you probably have a little less experience. So kind of tell me the things that t- that Kobe's been helping you with because I want some of my listeners that don't really play golf right. to, to hear, you know, these are the things. Don't be afraid. The one thing that drives me nuts, listen, I, even your father might have cringed when I said, hey, Tip, you want to come on a podcast with me? Because 
I got a little bit of Bob Mennery, little Dave Portnoy on me where I don't I, I don't have an image problem. I have an I don't give a bleep problem. You know, like right. I just don't care. I say what it is, I tell it like it is so people don't like me. As a there are times where things need to be said. Yep. If you're a guest at Kobe's club and you're not raking the bunker, that's Kobe's responsibility. Yeah. And on top of that, that's tip responsibility. Right. So, you know, indirectly, you do something dumb, not even realizing it. You can get tip and Kobe in trouble. So, right. all right, let's go. I know I'm rambling. I kind of rant. I get going sometimes and things fire me up. But, you know, it's your turn. Let me hear it. I want to hear it from a newer golfer, COVID guy getting into it. I know we've talked about swag during the fitting. We were talking about kicks and things like that. So I know you get into the lifestyle. You know what I mean? Yeah. The hip hop swag. So. Tell me your likes and dislikes of the golf game. What, what are we finding? Yeah, so when I first started, I didn't know. Golf etiquette. I was like, what's that? that what is that? Like, I, I didn't know what golf etiquette was. But like you said, the raking, the divots when you get it on the green after. Um, simple things that um, I didn't know when I first started, of course. Kobe was – I golf with Kobe. We literally play four times a week, minimum. Right. Like, we really do. So I started picking this up from him and just understanding that, oh, if – you hit a nice little ball that you sit a divot, cover that up with a little sand that they give you on the, uh, with the golf thing. Um, figure it out. It's things like raking, raking the, uh, the sand, yeah. simple things like that, that I didn't know. Even like putting, Oh, don't move when you're on the green, stuff like that. I wasn't familiar with, but it's, it's part of the game. And it, like you said, it's tradition. So I learned it and I do it now every single time. It's something simple that you pick up, but honestly, it makes you just, appreciate the game a little bit oh the guy behind you can do that or whatever but it's simple things like that that um i didn't know at first but kobe was obviously with me all the time so i figured it out from him and i do it now every single time just because i've been playing so much and getting used to everything but it's um it's different i don't know it was different seeing the adjustment of golf etiquette and just relaxing like you're i just thought it was a game messing around on the on the course and everything but there's there's principles to it there's traditions to it and i i understand them now but back then i definitely just didn't care waved them off or did whatever with them um but um i like them now like i said i've been playing a lot and that's okay and that's okay the traditions that you didn't know when you were first getting into the game we understand that as golf professionals you know there's a time and a place don't show up at Saturday afternoon at 11 o'clock, you know, when the ladies are teeing off, it's going to be hell to pay, right? I mean, and I don't mean to sing out the ladies. I didn't mean to say that. A lot of clubs, that's when a group of ladies play. So I don't mean to belittle the ladies by saying 12 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. I apologize. Um, but you know what I'm saying. There's a time and a place, right? Kobe's not going to bring you to the Cape Club at 8 o'clock on a Saturday morning when you just started playing golf right you know what i mean like there's a time and a place and but you guys can go to brookside or you guys can go to um franklin park or george wright and that's one thing we will um i talk about him all the time i joke um your father's met him kobe he's a former marine he's a member at the club that i used to be a member at and when i say he complains if his ice cream's too cold he complains if his ice cream's too cold like He's one of those Marines that he's used to everything being a certain way. So when something's not a certain way, he complains about it. I see through that. I don't care. I see him for what he is. I like him, right? Mm -hmm. So we'll bring him on. And he's he's one that you guys might want to listen to because he is a public golf connoisseur. 
Like he goes and plays Franklin Park, George Wright, Presidents, Triggs. Like we play Triggs with your dad quite a bit, Kobe. Um, He plays all these golf courses. And these are some of the places where you can let it rip. You can show up with a t-shirt. You know, you can wear jeans. Now, I don't because I don't feel comfortable doing it. But I don't judge people that do at those places, right? That's the place to do it. There's a there's a time and a place for everything, dude. Trust me. When I used to work for a clothing company, I told my mom the, the other day, I was like, Ma, I would never say this to you when I was 25. But if you ever want to know what it's like for me working for Geno Green Global, watch Entourage. <laughs> it's, 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 it's it's real life. It really was that for four or five years. That was my life. Uh, not to that extent. I wasn't that close with the designer all the time. But whenever me and the designer were together, we were that close. And that's why he's working on some gear for my logo. Yes, yes, sir. Pete, yeah. I tell you what, Pete, I don't even care if the logo comes out terrible. You get Nori to wear it on Drink, cha- drink Champs. You're my guy, dude. Let's go. Um, so, all right, Kobe, how about you? A little Anything you love about it? Anything you don't like about it? You know, what's your... You know, not swag issue, but uppity issue. Old man golf has foreplay likes to yeah, call it. Yeah, well, I'll go back to when, when Tyler was saying, um, you know, a new golfer like him, you know, just starting a few years back, um, an, an adjustment, uh, which is true. It's an adjustment. And I, I think that's with, you know, any sport when you're trying with any anything new. But, um, yeah, when he was – when he's just – it's an adjustment. You're, you're, you're in a new territory. You're in, you know, new grounds trying to figure out your way. but the thing about Tyler, which which I loved when we started playing, um, was his attention to detail. So I never had to, you know, get on him. Hey, man, go go mark that, or you know, go 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 write right, the same, yeah. man. Like I'm not gonna tell you again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tyler always watched me, and he just did it. Like I never had to. I never. I've never had to go and tell him, yo, dude, go go mark that, or you know, don't walk over my line. Don't do that. He, 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 him and his brother also, they both, they both yeah. do a great job with their, their great listeners, attention to detail, and they always want to learn. That's why we're best friends. That's yeah. why we get along with each other. That's why we, we just rock with each other because we're always on the same page. It feels like. So, um, but yeah, you know, I, I played definitely with, with, with a few people that, um, you know, the loud music, all 18 holes, um, Gotta have, gotta have, you know, at least two two beers on them cracked open at a time. Not me. That's not my cup of tea. I don't judge it. That's fine with you yeah. guys if you do it. But if people if people want to do that, that's fine. That's just not me. But um, when when it starts being a problem, when you're you know getting a little bit louder, your your tone's getting a little bit louder throughout the throughout the game, and you know you forget to, you know mark your ball or you walk over my yeah. line or something. And especially me personally, I like, I don't mind playing with, um, you know, a random person. If I'm at, if I'm at the club, Cape club and I'm hitting balls and I'm like, Hey, you know what? I'm gonna go, you know, jump out there for nine holes. And I end up pairing with someone, um, like I just did at, you know, five thirty. I, I don't mind, but it's up. Exactly. That's how me and your dad exactly. met. Exactly. That's how me and your exactly. dad met. Uh, when, I, when I was at spring Valley, Mike was not a, fan of the staff playing golf right. and tip showed up one afternoon at five o'clock i just happened to be turning the key in the shop and i was like I, and i told this story on the episode that he was on so i'm not going to go into too too much detail about it and repeat myself but turn the key in the shop and i'm like all right let's go and and i mean you know he's like a big brother to me like mike was saying in the last episode you know he's become 
I mean, he's become a mentor and, he, and he's one of those people that I look up to as a human being, not just as an athlete or, you know, I mean, he's just a great guy. And um, I, I tell him this all the time. It, it's we we meet people, we join people. One of the stories that he and it's funny because he told me he's going to start listening because he listened to the episode with your dad. Uh, this kid, Kyle Kim, he's a member at New Bedford. Your dad was about to quit. We pulled up on him on 12, and, and Kyle's like, come on, you want to play a few? And I, I wouldn't let your dad quit. That's something I don't know. Listen, you, you came here to play golf. We're playing 18 holes. Golf is 18 holes. Let's go. Right. So we pull up on those guys, and they're like, you want to play? And we're like, sure. And now and Kyle ended up – he was at the barbershop today. I threw up a story of me getting a lineup. I walk in, and sure enough, Kyle's sitting there. He's like, I listened to that episode. He's like, that's awesome. He's like, you, you, you and Tip were great. He goes – you didn't have to join us. He goes, you created a memory for me and my friend. I mean, obviously you understand we don't big time your dad and we don't pimp that out or whatever, but we get it. When, when, but when our buddies talk about, yo, that was cool to play with him. You get it. You know what I mean? We don't, we don't take that for granted. No right. I mean, I hope you don't. No doubt. No doubt. So yeah. I, and, and also just going back to my dad, like that was, that was the best thing when I first picked up golf was, I learned all the etiquette stuff at eight, nine, 10 years old. And that, that was the biggest blessing that my dad taught me right at, right at the start, because now fast forward, I'm, it's like clockwork to me. And I, and, and it's, 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 it's amazing because um, it's a, it's a little thing, but it, it can change. It changes the game a lot. If you, if you abuse it or you, you don't, you know, you don't respect the game. And, and that's my biggest thing is that you got to respect the game, um, whether it's football, whether it's golf, whether it's any, anything. And, um, but yeah, I, I, so I think, true. I think what bothers me maybe a little bit more than other things is um, I'd say when I'm playing with just anybody, you know, have, have a, have a, you know, plan for what you're going to do. Every time you go to sh yeah. go to hit the ball, um, if you're on the team, when it's your exactly. turn, exactly, before it's your turn, yeah, before it's your turn, you can talk whatever is cool, you know, shoot the shit on the tee box and stuff. But um, especially if like maybe someone that doesn't play a lot, but you know, don't just go up there and just hit it just to hit it. You know, ask me, you know, yeah. where do you think I should hit it? Should I, you know, take it left side of it, you know, high pin, or should I take it, you know, around the bunker over there to the left of it? You know. I think that's, I think that goes a long way. And I love watching like videos on, you know, Instagram pops up and Tiger's talking about, you know, having, have a, have a, a game plan about what you're going to do. Not even just Tiger, but anybody, yeah. all these pros that talk about it on these podcasts or whatever they're doing, you know, have a plan with, you, with what you're going to do. Because um, it's funny because now me and Tyler are always talking about every time we play is course management. So I was going to say, yeah. what's the, what's the word of the summer? We've been talking about course, course management. Course management. And, so either so you know either you guys are listening to the last episode or you I can't have you on with your dad. I was thinking maybe me maybe another episode would be Kobe and his dad because yeah. you two would be Pete and repeat. Y'all are saying the same oh, shit. Yeah. You like, like it's like you guys are on repeat. It's funny. It's not. It's a cool thing though. It, it, you can tell how much you respect your father and how much you know tradition and things like that he's bestowed on you. One of the things that baffles me with some of the younger kids and you guys obviously get it. Um, they played sports growing up and, and yes, there's some, I don't want to say corny traditions in golf, right? There's a couple of them, 
But yeah. some of them, some of the corniest ones are some of the coolest yeah. ones. You know, um, the green jacket at Augusta. Oh, right? I mean, it's, I mean, are you kidding me? Like, who the hell wants mm. to walk around with a neon green jacket? Everybody right. that plays golf. Right? I mean, it's it's one of those, you, you think about, I mean, do we really want to lose that? I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not sure if either one of you have ever been to the Masters. Have you been to the Masters? Never been. Unfortunately so, not. When you go, I was fortunate enough. My one of my buddies that I grew up playing against qualified. He won the U.S. Uh, men's mid-am, and it got him into the Masters the year that I won tickets. Oh wow! So me and my father went down there, and it was awesome. Wow. We went to the practice round on Tuesday, and you can bring a camera, but you can't bring a phone. And you can bring a camera Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but soon as Thursday starts, no more. You walk in, right when you walk in is a bank of payphones. And I looked at my dad and was like, oh, my God, dude, it's like you're back in 1950. You know, if I lost my dad, I was never finding him that day. You know, it's, you wander around that. And if you've ever seen it, when I tell people this, when you're standing at the bottom of t uh, 10 green and you're looking back up at the tee, it's literally like this. Man. Wow. So when you're walking, it's all day like this, and if you get separated from each other out there, you're you're lost. Yeah, so yeah. it's a pretty cool place. But again, you think about something as corny as a green jacket. <laughs> I want one, right? right. You know, like, like, let's go. Cool. I mean, it, 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 it's, I want to go sit, I want right? to sit there I mean, the night before in the, for the dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so. I, I mean, it was cool. It, it was cool to see my boy playing, and unfortunately, I only had tickets for Tuesday. But Parziali played a practice round with Tiger on Wednesday. I mean, it's sick. And I don't know if you guys have been listening along or not, but episode two, um, the Augusta National Women's Amateur is missing big time. Mm -hmm. The fact that all these traditions happen for the amateurs and the masters, mm -hmm. um, the mid-am, the seniors that have been there forever, and they're not letting the U.S. Women's Mid-Am cha Champion in the biggest amateur event of the year, I just don't get it. You know, if, if you let them in in five years in a row, they all finish dead last. Okay, all right. You know, now it's a competition issue and we got to get you out. But when you're on the right side of every argument and the right side of this argument is for a, I, I don't know how to say this without being offensive, a past her prime female you know i i mean i don't know how to say it without being offensive to the mid-ams that 25 to 35 year old girl they can still play you know they can still get hot and compete one week at augusta for these for that national title and the fact that they don't even get the opportunity i very rarely will you hear me say anything even that's like talking bad about uh you can't say that's like sacrilege, right? You're talking bad about bad about your religion when you're talking about the green jacket negatively. Right. But I, I think they I think they dropped the ball on that one. Okay. Um, all right, couple more things real quick. We're 30 minutes in. This is kind of what I figured. A little chit chat, hang out. We'll talk a couple awesome. things. Um, so I'm trying to remember what we fit you guys for, Kobe. I know we got you in the Cobra Driver and Three Woods. Yep. And I think we went with the title of Sirens, yep. right? T-300s. Did we go with uh, Wedges? We did. We went uh, Vokey. Okay. Why haven't we stamped them? I don't know. 
We got to get some initials. We got to get some swag, a, a music quote. We got to get something on Let's there. Do it. Um, I messed up your dad's. I didn't mess him up, but he, I did what he asked for. Him, and I tried to get everything he wanted into a small space. And I don't like the way it came out. I'm begging him to ask Mr. Kraft to get permission. I have the Celtic Shamrock as a stamp. Mm-hmm. I want the little Pat Patriot. Oh, yeah. That'd be like awesome. Never use it. I'm yeah. begging him. So if we don't, Mike made a joke. I mean, your father made a joke about chasing Randall Cunningham and him being the roadrunner. <laughs> so if we don't get the Patriot, your father's getting roadrunners on his wedges next year. So we got to come up with something cool for you guys. Um, uh, how, how's the gear working out for you, Kobe? Oh, man, they're amazing. I mean, I remember the funniest thing I was thinking about before I jumped on here. I, I remember Tyler was fitting before me, and then I walked up to you guys. And I originally thought that I was coming for a lesson, but I walked in. Oh, that's right. But I was getting I, You didn't even know Tyler was going to be there. That's, I, I forgot no, about that. I had no idea. Yeah. And then I remember. I forgot about that. that your dad set that up. Yeah, and then Tyler was all done, all set up. You guys were finishing up. And then I was just kind of warming up. And then I remember I hit one ball. You said, oh, this is going to be the easiest fitting ever. <laughs> yeah, your clubs were so far off. It was I, you were playing stuff that had been fit like I was playing when you were in sixth grade or something. And I was playing yeah, it was time. You, I was like, I can do a bad job, and this is going to be an upgrade. Oh, like, yeah, but yeah, they're they're amazing. They're uh, I'm playing so much better. Um, finally, finally broke ninety last summer at the end of last summer. Um, awesome. So it's it's the. The irons are changing my game. The driver, the the, the wood, the three wood, every everything. It's just great. I'm I'm playing faster. I'm, um, like I said, the course management has helped me a lot much more with the right um shaft, the right clubs, everything. And yeah. um, overall, that's what Mike told me. He's been talking. Mike said he's been working with you yeah. every every time he plays. Oh, yeah. And your that's father told me he uh he picked the wrong team last time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't keep getting beat. I mean, swag check. I think I got you beat. You know, I mean, you guys came on. I saw you put the effort in. But I got to say, Nate from the clothing company, I, I hate to go against him. But I got a little bias. You know, best dressed on the pod so far, Mike Young with the Almeida Golf hoodie. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, come on. You got to show the loyalty, Mike, right? Like, love, love right? Mike. Mike's a great guy. Love him, man. I Oh, he's the best. I learned so much from him playing with him. Um, we started, we played last summer, yeah, for the first time. And, man, he, he's he's helped my game a lot with just little adjustments, too, which is crazy. And yeah. he um, he's he's awesome to be, like, in the cart with on a, on a golf course because he's so oh, yeah. patient. Um, he's such a patient guy. And, um, obviously, he's a phenomenal yeah. golfer. And um, me, personally, I love playing with, you know, guys that are – um, you know, scratch golfers and, you know, very, very advanced golfers and which sounds crazy, but I feel like you learn so much more being around those guys and you take, you crazy. take so much in just a little, a little thing that you could take from oh, them yeah. will change your game like that. And I feel like just, yeah. you know, being around my dad and Mike together has just been um, amazing. And Kyle too, I played with Kyle um, a couple months ago too with uh, my dad and Mike out in uh, at Newport National. So that was fun for our first. Yeah, I remember seeing you guys that day. So, yeah. But, yeah, they're yeah. they're great. They're both obviously phenomenal players, but just great people to be around and um, awesome people to learn from. Yeah. yeah. that's See, that's what it's all about, right? I mean, listen, you look at Mike and you look at me, and we couldn't be two more completely different people. 
you know, he's quiet and laid back. I'm as crazy as can be. I shoot from the hip and apologize later. Um, he he doesn't want to offend a fly, right? He's the nicest guy on the planet. But golf is, golf is what brought us together. You know what I mean? Your father, you, the relationship with your dad. I mean, we never talked. Honestly, even with you. We not with you, but about you. When I would talk to your dad, it was never about Kobe's football. I mean, once in a while it was, "How's he doing? Whatever. Where's he at now?" You know, was it when you were at? Um, we missed out on one of our most favorite events last year at my old club, the Spring Barbecue. Me and Tippett would play every year um, because you were at rookie camp last year for the Pats. You know, but that's the stuff, you know what I mean? Like, and he, and he even said, he goes, man, you know, I don't want to miss this tournament. And I know he doesn't want to miss, you know, but family first, right? I mean, how often do you get to see a kid play at the rookie camp? So, but again, you bring these relationships together and it's like, we, I mean, your, your father from what, Alabama, I think, right? Yeah. Or Mississippi. Birmingham, Birmingham, Alabama. Alabama, right? Um, Alabama in the South in the 60s and I'm from Fairhaven, Massachusetts, up here in the 70s and 80s. I mean, come on. Like, you can't be any further, from, but it's golf, and we all kind of, you know, gravitate around the same stuff. Like, you, it's funny. Somebody asked me one day, he's like, do you remember the specs when you fit guys? And I was like, it depends. You know, if I know them and I know what they do, I'm going to baffle you right now because I'm kind of like Rain Man. I went to Nike Town the other day, and uh, I scored the Tatum 1s, which – they had sold out. They only had one pair left. It was my size. It was 50% off. Of I took it to the sneaker shop today. I flipped it for a pair of dunks that I really wanted, and I made out in the deal. So we all win, right? I'm not a big fan of that, the whole new sneaker way to buy kicks and stuff like that online. So, and it's not even – there's no art to diving in the crates anymore, you know? Like, So I forget what I was talking about. But I, I get off topic because I do this all the time because I get – going about stuff that makes me laugh like and then the stories start going but what i was talking about is golf right we all come together and i get the people reaching out on the podcast and support and you know i didn't know where this podcast was gonna go uh your father was a huge friend to me during a a, a very dark time recently when my dog passed my dog was my icebreaker you know um, I'm one of those people, my brain doesn't stop. I don't sleep. I slept, um, uh, two days ago, I slept for 14 hours last night. I didn't even attempt it. I was wide awake. I went to breakfast this morning at six o'clock. My mother texted me. She's like, did you even sleep last night? I'm like, absolutely not. I didn't even try. <laughs> right. So sleep, my mind doesn't stop. So when the members would see the dog and they bend over to smile and pet the dog, it gave me a pause and a deep breath. And by the time the member looked up, I was smiling and I was comfortable. So losing bogey was devastating to me and your father reached out you know behind the scenes and, and said some things that i don't even think he realized what they meant to me you know so that, that the relationships you guys have and the relationships you developed over the time of golf you know is what it's all about and i just remembered what i was talking about when i went on a rant see it pops in my head i was talking about kobe specs i can be like rain man sometimes yeah. you have a cobra what was the last year's model? All right. Cobra Speed Zone, I think. Um, Nine and a half degree with the Tensei White yeah. 65X. Yep. You have the Three Wood 13.5 with the Tensei White 75X. You have irons that are Titleist T300s, couple degrees upright. I'm probably pretty sure I put you in a 
F grind and a K grind in the West. Yep. Yes, sir. Am I pretty good? Spot on. Yeah, I got that. Uh, Tyler, what do we put you in? I don't. I, I think TaylorMade, right? No, we got the Titleist as well. Oh, we went Tyler. Your brother got TaylorMade, right? Yeah, uh, I think he went Titleist as well too. We were deciding between the Titus and TaylorMade. Okay, yeah, yeah, I thought one of you guys ended up going with TaylorMade, but yeah. So. Yeah, I really wanted him, and then at the last minute, I was like, all right, let me just do the Titleist, uh, just because they felt a little better for me. And when I first started. Oh man, I was, I don't know if I went from an amateur set to those. And I think you yeah. Yeah. stiff for extra stiff. I think it was just stiff. Um, I don't remember. I think it was the, S4. I think yours was stiff. Yeah. Yours was stiff, but I, I think you were right on that borderline between like a lightweight stiff or a heavyweight stiff. And I think we added some weight to give you, give you some room to grow. Right. Right. And so like when I first, I think that's exactly what happened because I, Bryce got him, my brother and his were a different than mine, the shaft. So I was like, all right, like mine are definitely different. And when I first started playing, I was like chunking everything. And that's definitely the swing, but I was chunking everything. And then this past month and before the season ended, I've been, it's been way different. The contacts different, the flights different, everything's different. These clubs right now, where I think it's really changed my game, to be honest. Obviously I'm not the best right now, um, but these clubs have really changed my game and how they're doing it. and just the specs yeah. and everything was part of it. It's really helped my game a lot. And I appreciate you. Appreciate Kobe and Andre showing me you because I, I really needed this fit and not for my game, just for the the flow of it, I guess. Uh, the amateur set was a little too too much, but um, now – Yeah, it was time for you to step up your game a little bit and get you a real <laughs> right. set of clubs. Uh, right. It, right. It's, it's one of those things where golf, I know it's expensive and I get it. You know, I grew up in – New Bedford, uh, the New Bedford, Mass area. My my parents had a great life and brought me up great, but we didn't have a ton of cash. You know what I mean? So I know what the expenses are of golf, and I know the sacrifices they made for me to be able to play all the events and the trips and the traveling that I did. You know, I, I appreciate it, and I know you guys appreciate your dad. So we've been at this for 40 minutes. This is perfect. I'm glad I don't even worry about the, the five minutes that I lost because I covered it all in the fit. Um, so kick check. What do you guys got? What's your style? Golf shoes and sneakers. I'm a, me personally, I'll, I'll tell you what I am. So that way you guys know what I'm kind of talking about. You know, I'm a it's traditional so golf shoe guy. You know, I wear the Footjoy Premier. You know, when I wear the Pumas, um i wear the the ricky fowler version of the puma my guys at foot choice spoil me pretty good I, i've actually taken care of dad taking care of your dad a couple times i pulled some springs that even the hall of famer couldn't yes pull. sir um but but uh i got I, I i'm a puma suede guy chuck taylor's nike dunks jordan ones you know um pro sl i wear foot joy pro sl golf shoes you know, so what's your swag? You know, like I said, I, I bought that. I bought the Tatum one. I had no intention of wearing it. I bought it for the swag check pick. It matched the hoodie nice. I was wearing. And I knew I was going to try to flip it at one of the, the other places to get something I couldn't cost right. on the line, right? Still begging Mr. Kraft for the for the six rings every year. Right. But that, I don't know. Your father tells me he asked, but I don't think he does because I ain't seen a pair yet. But all right, so. We'll start with Kobe. Go ahead, your swag check. What's your style? I'm, I'm foot joy all the way. Thank, thanks to my dad. He, he he didn't ever let me be in another pair of shoes besides foot joys. Uh, but I just grabbed the traditional ones this for this year. Love them. They're amazing. I mean, the stability 
especially with how how fast my my ball speed and everything is i mean it's saving me like crazy I, right i love them. yeah you you need that stability yeah they're yeah. Uh, they're amazing i uh i love them i'm, I'm probably going to grab one more pair um for the for the season just just to be able to kind of mix and match with you know with my golf apparel and stuff but um i love 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 the foot joys and then i'm a i'm starting to be more a dunks guy retro ones and I love the retro yeah. threes also. Uh, yeah, I mean, so obviously back in the '90s, growing up, my senior year, the 11s, oh yeah, with a launch, I wore them to my senior prom with my tux. <laughs> yes, sir. I was that dude. I love it. Hell yeah! Like I've been that dude since day one. You know what I mean? I'm a day one digging in the crates, finding the good kicks guy. You know. I was that dude that always seemed to find a way that his air pop would magically air bubble would magically pop halfway through the season. So that way Nike would give me a different pair. So that way I would have two pairs to have in the pictures. Right. You know, it's always been my swag. So it's one of those things. So you, you, you said uh, your father might hate me for this one. I might, I, I might suffer the wrath of the black belt, but for doing what I'm about to do, has he told you about my joys yet? Uh-huh. Nope. Oh boy. <laughs> you go on FootJoy, you click on premieres, and you click on design my own. Unlimited colors, patterns. Oh, wow. You can put the bower on shit that doesn't have the bower on it. Oh boy, <laughs> I might have just hurt that bank account of yours. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Alright, Tyler, you're up. What's your swag? I did not know you could do that. I'm definitely gonna oh, yeah. Oh, oh, wait. Well, if you I, see, Kobe, you follow me on Instagram. I don't think, Tyler, I don't think you do. You'll start to see the my joys that I have. When I tell you I have as many golf shoes as I have sneakers, I have as many golf shoes as I have sneakers. My guys at FootJoy take care of me because I take care of them. Hey, new title. This is coming out. I need to get fit. All right, come on to the bay. I got you. Let's go. And I don't charge them. So they don't charge. You know what I mean? Like right, right, we scratch right. each other. You know, that's what this whole thing's all about. And I keep telling people that behind the scenes is the fun part, like the networking and, hey, I'll I'll do this for you if you do this for me. I'll share for you if you share for me. And it's like social media has made it so easy now. So, all right, Tyler, your swag check. Let's go. Yeah, so I I first started with some Adidas ones. I didn't really like them. They didn't have any spikes underneath them, nothing like that. And then I switched to, I wanted to get some spikes underneath them, so I got some Pumas. Um, I like the Pumas. They were very comfy when I tried them on. They had a little stretchy on the top. And then recently, Kobe was like, you have to get these foot joys. You have to get these foot joys. You have yeah. to get them. So I got the all-white joints and. I swear, what Kobe said, the stability, the, I swear, I don't know if it's all in my head, but I really feel like my, I don't know what it is, but my swing feels better with them. Like, I feel yeah. the stability. It's really, you can really tell the difference between what the ones I had before. It's like, you might say it's blah, 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 but they put the science to, into it for a reason. Like, it's, it's, it does something to me. I believe so. So, I've been loving those. I'm definitely going to yeah. have to check out those My Joy soon. <laughs> yeah, money. it's it's crazy. I, I'll you like I said, you'll start seeing the swag checks. I got um I got white and pink, I got white and lime green, I got white and baby blue, I got navy and baby blue, I got baby blue camo, I got um yeah. gray alligator print, all in those tradition, all in the premieres with the toe with the 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 shell toe and all that. Yeah, yeah. Like I so you'll start to see some swag check. It's it's 
it's pretty gross. You know, I got about 10 different people at Foot Joy that all have one pair in the budget a year. So, you know, it, it, it's an answer. <laughs> what's your, uh, Tyler, what's your last one before we go? And then I want to get a couple golf stories real quick. Um, you're, what's your what, what's your style in terms of the Jordans and kicks like that? Yeah, like, are, are you a oh, kick guy off the oh, off course? Floor? Of course, I got about twenty pair of shoes. I got the Dongs I've been liking. Always need a air, pair of Air Force Ones. Always have one, brand new. Always they're ninety bucks. Get them new. If they get dirty, yep. just get a new pair. Uh, so Jordan Ones, obviously. And recently, in the past couple of years, I've been really rocking some New Balances. Any super New Balance fifty, I love New Balances. So. Uh, those are definitely my shoes right now. But Nike, I'm always wearing them. Any kind of shoe, Jordan ones, pretty much. And yeah, that's it, really. So one of the things that you guys might not know, um, again, if you haven't been following along, um, there's some lifestyle choices that I make behind the scenes with medications that I use for arthritis, anxiety. I think you guys know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about, right? Oh, no. It's legal in Massachusetts, so I have to decide what direction I'm going to go with the podcast. I have a national sponsor already. I started on second base. Um, the first person I start, I don't know if you guys know the story. I decided to do this podcast five weeks ago. Oh, I've never done a podcast before. I've never spoken on a mic before. This is my first mm -hmm. time on a mic. I'm five weeks in. I think we're doing all right, right? Yeah. I'm pretty comfortable hanging in. So um, just kind of started kicking these things around and these ideas around. I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And we do a podcast and I'm like, all right, how are we going to make it mine? We start talking about swag and start talking about kicks. And, you know, we get on these rants and all of a sudden you start going and you blink and it's an hour. Right. Like how easy was this to do? Like, it's, it's funny. It's, it's, it's like nothing. You just get together. And so we'll definitely get you guys on again and stuff like that. But um, I know I just kind of got off track again. I've been, I've been bad lately. It's funny. I got what I have to do, what I have to get more comfortable with inside. I'm so mm -hmm. used to the iPad being right in front of me in the car and the camera being right above it that yeah. I just look straight ahead and everything's in front of me inside. I keep going camera iPad and I get lost on what I'm trying to say. So, yeah, yeah. all right. Last one from both of you guys. Uh, I have my story about you guys. One story about each other or golf or something fun, bad, or, you know, sentimental one story. And then we'll call it a day. Cool. Kobe, you want to go first? Or go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, so sentimental, I guess. Um, there's a couple. Of, uh, sentimental. My dad, I was just talking to my dad about this, actually. So for the past 10, 12 years now, I would say, he does this Father's Day tournament every single year, about 20 of his boys, 30 of his boys. Um, and ever since I started playing golf, it means everything to him. that To get that invite. And, I got, and I'm bringing Kobe now to every single time. So that's, that's awesome. That, like you said, golf brings people together. Obviously, he's my father, but his friends play together. So I'm getting relationships with them when I'm playing. So this every single year we head to uh, past four years now, they've been heading to Waverly down in Plymouth. We've been playing yep. there get multiple tee times. So Kobe's been bringing him, bringing, I've been bringing Kobe along with me, of course, because my brother got to bring him. Awesome. Um, my yeah. brother obviously was there before, but that's something I think it obviously it means something to me. Right. But it means something to him that he gets to bring us along and experience that on Father's Day. And he literally just told me five minutes ago I was talking to him. He says, I want you to start doing that next. So that's, that's something awesome. that 
it, it means something. It's just golf goes past that. It, it's everything yeah. like that. But he he brought that on to me, so I thank it, and I'm glad I started playing when 2019 COVID area, and uh, I'm not gonna stop until I can't move anymore. I promise you that. I've been playing <laughs> ever since, and it's been a it's been something that's I don't I don't want to say changed my life, but it's something that I picked up after not playing sports my whole life that I've enjoyed and. I appreciate it every single day for real. Like it's just, it's golf has changed my life a little bit. I play way too much now, but it's fun and it's worth it. So I, that's, that's it for me. Like it it was just dope. It was just dope. Awesome. That's, that's the kind of stuff that I want to hear from you guys. You know what I mean? Like the the, the stuff, cause that's going to keep you guys coming back. You know, one of the things that our job is, and again, I'm not a golf pro anymore. I've got my amateur status back, but when I was a golf pro, one of our jobs is to grow the game, right. And stories that, that you're telling there, Father's Day, you know, one of my favorite days that I've ever had was um, I took my father to play Old Sandwich Golf Club on Father's Day, uh, and the U.S. Open <clears throat> went down to the wire. It was a rain delay and everything, and it came down to um, us sitting in the caddy shack at Old Sandwich watching the U.S. Open on Father's Day. So it was pretty right. cool, you know. So uh Kobe you good you, you want to tell your story and we'll, we'll uh, I'll tell mine and we'll clock out yeah I think mine's a little bit similar so I remember when we when we were used to be members over um in Canton at Blue Hills we used to me yep. and my dad always used to do the father-son tournament um for Father's yeah. Day yeah we lost Kobe what just happened uh we lost Kobe <laughs> connection might have messed up that's <laughs> all right i'll tell my story while we wait for him to come back and then if he doesn't come back he, he might have lost his battery or something like that i know yeah. i saw him kind of going in and out somebody might have had to get on the computer or something like that so um but my story was um the pride that both of your fathers showed when they were booking the appointment right Mm -hmm. you know they were so happy that you guys wanted the appointments so many fathers have to force their kids to play golf you know especially daughters you know um i'm a huge um fan and opponent no not opponent proponent of women's golf i'm you know i mean i'm a I'm a women's golf guy. I think it's best for the game if everybody's playing and everybody's happy, you know. Um, so we want to grow the game. And those are the types of stories, you know, the daughters and the fathers and things like that. And the pride that your father and Tip had when they were like, you know what, it's time. Right. My guys are ready. You know, it, it, it's I'm time I'm time to get some uh, time to get them some big boy clubs, you know. And the pride that they had when they said that. So that right. was the – that was the thing. So I think he's trying to get back on now, but yeah, you know, that was, that was the pride of, you know, all right, it's it time. You know, it's, so yeah, absolutely. we'll give him about 30 seconds left and I'll, I'll, I'll give him another 30 seconds or so. And I'll kind of wrap up the show. If he pops back on great, if not, there he is. There we go. Yeah. Right, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. No worries. Wow. The funny part is this is funny. Cause like I just told you guys, I started this podcast five weeks ago. I have no clue how to edit that out. So that shit's going to be in there. It's going to make the book real. So I told my story, Kobe. I told the story that the pride that both of your fathers have when they book the appointment. You know what I mean? Hey, 
my guy's ready for some big boy clubs. Let's get him fit. Let's go. You're my guy. You're his guy now. You know, like that's the pride that that's why I wanted to have you guys on. You know, maybe it was a little too soon. You know, I haven't had other guests. I told your dad, you know, when I had your dad and Mike on last week, that was tip my boy. That wasn't tip the Hall of Famer. I'm not ready for that yet. You know, I'm five weeks into the podcast. So I have guests that are ready to go. I just don't want to embarrass myself in front of a million people if I call those guests. So, you know what I mean? So I'm kind of easing into this. And I appreciate appreciate you guys so long for coming on. But, Kobe, go ahead and finish your story, and then yeah. I'll close it up. My bad. Not enough juice in the No, nah, no worries. Um, but, yeah, no. That's so when we, were, when we were members over at Blue Hill, we always used to do the father-son tournament. And that was, um, that was obviously special for my dad, for me to join him, but even more special for me because, you know, we just got to, you know, just two dudes just going to, you know, enjoy the game of golf, um, you know, on Father's Day. And, you know, um, you know, my dad has obviously done so much for me in my life and continues to do so much. And um, that was at that young age, I don't think I appreciated it as much, but um, mm-hmm. it's looking back on it. It's, it was, it was a blessing because it brought us, you know, even closer and, um, and then now, you know, Tyler, we brought up about how we always do the Father's uh, Day tournament um, down in Plymouth. And we're, you know, we're going to have my dad join this year. So we're, we're awesome. jumping back on that, um, you know, tradition. And, you know, we can't wait. And, you know, we, we know it's going to be a great season this year. So um, can't wait. Yeah. That's what that's what I'm going to miss. Um, I, I just left my former club. March 31st was my last day. I'm no longer a member there. Um, and I'm going to miss the tournaments. You know, your dad would play the spring barbecue with me every year. He would usually make it to a member guest, you know, and then all my other boys that would come to the member guests. You know, yeah. that's fun. That's as you guys get older and you start to become members at tournaments, I mean, members at clubs and start playing mm-hmm. tournaments, that takes it to even a whole nother level. You know, um, like I, as I said, the girl that I was dating um, a couple years ago that, I mean, that went to URI, I used to joke with her all the time. I'm like, you play golf, you're not a golfer. And <laughs> she played the women's four ball at my club last year. It's a seven day, a five day member guest. And the text, we were still talking at the time. We were still friendly. And the text she was sending me, she got it. You know, I was like, all right, you get it now. Now you, now you know what I was talking about. It's just different. It's, oh, no. it's a different thing. You know, it's, I mean, think about this, right? I, I, I said this on one of the, the quick um, little TikToks that I do. You know, I said it. Mm-hmm. I'm a nobody from Fairhaven, Massachusetts, right? I have 500 people listening to a podcast that's been going for three, four weeks, and it's growing every day. Why? Not because I'm the coolest dude in the world. I'm a fucking four. I try not to say the F word. I've, that's the first time I've slipped in eight episodes and I didn't get the full word out. I just got the, the first half out. So I caught myself. I've been good, but I got all these people listening to what I have to say about golf. I'm not the coolest guy in the world. You know what I mean? Like I, I just have something to say about golf and I have a following and I have listeners. I have a national sponsor ready to go. I have to decide if I want to stop being surrounded in a cloud of smoke or not. So that's, you know, that's the thing. It, that's when it starts to become financial. Right. You know, is it, you know, who's paying the most money? Who, you know, I, listen, I'll do whatever the podcast tells me. And when I go from 12 views of a Facebook story to 104, when I put up a picture of a nugget, 
I, I know what my crowd wants to hear and talk about. So, oh, yeah, I, you know, I'm respectable about guys coming on that don't want to be part of that conversation. So I'm not going to bring it up and I'm not going to put it in front of people. But today we're kind of at that. Today's that crossroads where, all right, now I need to start pulling back, putting up banners, decorating the thing, and what sponsors are we going to use and what sponsors are we not going to use. And mm -hmm. I think you guys can all relate to, you know, decisions aren't always based on money. You know, I was making a ton of money as a golf pro, and I absolutely hated my life. Yeah. Now I'm not making anything, and I'm having an absolute blast rocking out with you guys, sending kick picks, chilling, rocking like I was 25 again. So I appreciate you guys for coming on. I appreciate the time. Anything you guys want to say, anything you want to plug before you go, last chance before we call it a night? Man. Yeah, I just honestly, I appreciate you having us on tonight. I mean, I've never been on a podcast before. Um, so this is definitely an experience that uh, I, I really thank you for having us on. And I really appreciate you helping my clubs fit it and everything. And uh, go Cs. Go Celtics. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate you having us on. This was awesome. Um, there, you know, I, I can't wait to see how this continues to grow. And, um, you know, John, I, this is this is awesome. This is obviously something you're passionate about. And um, I hope this thing blows up and I'm going to be right there with you, um, supporting you, whatever you need. Um, I'm all on board, too. But uh, thank you again for having us. Um, I can't wait to see how this you know continues to grow. So. I appreciate it. I appreciate, appreciate you guys coming on. A um, couple things to, to talk about real quick before we call it a night. Um, 617 Golf, we're doing a range night up up a little north of Boston. Um, we're going to have some giveaways for that night. I'm going to try to set some other ones up a little closer to me. You know, maybe Granite Links, I'll talk to those guys. Um, nothing special, nothing really uh organized you know just a bunch of guys that love golf hanging out we're gonna record the podcast and stuff so look out for that um I'm, i think by the time i finish recording this i'll probably be at 800 followers um i am giving away a cobra aerojet driver at 1500 followers for free and if you live within a couple hours of me i'm gonna meet you at a public driving range and we're gonna fit you for that driver so we're going to do some things to make this podcast grow. We got some swag coming. We got some t-shirts being made. Um, Tyler, what size are you? Large t-shirt. Large. large yeah. yeah, large. Large. All right. I got some tees and some hoodies. We'll get some gear out. I got some hats being made. Um, I'm not a flat brim guy, but I know you young guys are. So I got some of the flat brims with the letters um, FVRS on them. So it's going to be pretty cool. So we got some swag checks coming to sell you guys some stuff too. But we'll say, well, obviously, we'll, you guys are day one, so we ain't got to sell you anything. So um, we'll definitely have you guys on again. The more comfortable I get, the more we can edit. The, you know what I mean? Um, it, it'll be a lot easier. We'll get a lot better. We're going to grow as it comes, like I said, on Instagram. I have two Instagrams. I have – actually, I have three now. But I have Colin and Favors Pod. I have Almeida Golf. And then I have Jay Almeida 12, which is private it's private for a reason. You know, that's the place that I drop the F-bomb. I talk about things that I want to talk about. You know, I let it rip over there. So I I can't believe I slipped tonight. I'm so mad at myself. But technically, I caught myself. I only said half the word. But again, thanks, everybody. Who you guys got going first in the draft? I haven't even looked. It's probably been done yet. Have you guys looked? 
Bryce Young. Oh yeah, it's done for a while now. Bryce Young Probably went Bryce first. Young. It gotta be. I haven't looked yet, but it gotta be Bryce. Yeah, he Young. went first to Carolina. Yeah. He did. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. And then CJ Stroud went to the Texans. Yo, and I would just say, did they did they trade up again? I don't know. I think so. I think they Texans traded up again. And Texans took traded in. up again. Yeah, they took. Oh wow! <laughs> That's wow. Wow, they. This is what we should have done. We should have recorded now and done a live live stream of the draft. Oh yeah. We, oh man. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. I'm, honestly, I I do appreciate the draft, but more importantly, Game okay. Six of the Celtics, man. I Yo, know. I'm going to go out to the it, car yeah. studio. I'm going to edit the hell out of this because I thought we had a blast, and I hope the sound comes out great because this is – I knew going in, me and Kobe have been talking trash back and forth all day about the swag check and this, that, and the other thing, and you can't get pimped out by a boomer. Come on, fellas. You got to be better than that. Step up your game. Uh, we've been going back and forth, so I knew this was going to be some fun. You know, this is what the podcast is all about. This all is my about. plan, so – you and your boys, anybody else that you think you have in mind that might be fun to come on, send them my number, send them my contact. I, I, I'm, I'm fun to have shoot the shit with, right? I, I, I let it rip. I'll talk trash to anybody. I don't care. Agree to disagree. Just do it respectfully. That's all I care about. No doubt. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, boys. Until next time, you guys know what it is. Let's go. Let's go. Appreciate it. All right, John. Appreciate you, my man. All right, fellas. Be good.